Okay. I, uh, I want you to know that for every action, there is a reaction. Every action, there is a reaction. And I want to, I'd like to ask each and every one of you, you don't need to raise your hands, but think about this. How many of you would like to have more peace, more happiness, and more joy in your life? We need it. We need it. I need that pretty little girl back here named London to come on up here. Kirkland, you ready for this, buddy? Come on up here. Okay. Let me reach in here. You guys watch this now. I want you to stand right here, sweetheart, London. Stand right here, baby doll. Right there. Come here, Kirkland. Yeah, big, big guy. Stand right there. There's a pretend line right there. And here's a nice dollar bill right there. And we're going to have a race. Is it fair? We're going to have a race right over to there. On your mark. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold, hold, hold on, hold, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, do me a favor. This here, you got an awful lot going on in your life. Here, take this and hold that. That's a lot of stuff going on here in your life. And maybe, maybe this here, too. Hold this in this hand. Okay, you got that? All right. On your mark. Get, hold, hold on, hold on a second. Put this under your chin. Would you hold that? Okay, that's good. Perfect. Get, oh, hold on. Hold. Okay. Okay, come here. Uh, yeah, no, no, not you. I mean, this stuff. I was talking. I do that to myself once more. Okay, Kirkland, I want to put some more stress and trouble onto your life that, that, that he's receiving. And, and you got that up just a little bit. Can you? Right there. Okay, right there. See that fork right there? Okay, hold on to that. Uh, oh, oh, okay, hold on. Uh, thank you, sweetheart. I'll take We'll put this right here. Okay, you got that? Okay, nice job. Now, now, now I put a lot of stress on his life, and he took it. Okay, he got, you got some job problems. You got some financial problems. Matter of fact, he's, he got a lot of church problems right there and things like that. And that's what's been put on to him. On your mark. Wait, hold on a second. How about, how about this? Here, I'll take that for a little bit. Put your hand, put, put, put it right through there. There you go. You got that? You got that, buddy? You got it? There's that Chris Dollar bill over there. On your mark. Ready? Get set. Go! Hey, hey! Woo! All right. Come on back here. Okay, no, that's your dollar bill. You won that, sweetheart. That's the prize that you got. Give me a big hug. Okay, thank you for your help. You're going back to your mama there now. All right, buddy, you got this. Oh, I'm not through with you yet, Kirkland. I ain't through with you yet, buddy. All righty. Let me read something to you. Yeah, let me read something to you. Hebrews 12. <laughs> Hebrews 12. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the the sin that easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. You got it? Oh, he's doing a good job. It's just pretty. There you go. 
And he, that put him the whole ways down. That's bad news. He's down. He can't even run at all. He's sitting. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates our perfect faith. Listen to this. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that trips us up, that big, that big chair that, that was in your hand tripping you up. And let us run with endurance, okay? It says, cast all your cares, this is First Peter, and worries upon God because he cares for you. The Amplified Bible says, cast all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares about you with the deepest infection, affection and watches over you very carefully. That is where you get your peace. Stand up, bud. Put that off the side. Put it right up here. Now I want you to cast all that stuff off like you're giving it to Jesus. He said, take my yoke upon you because my burdens are light. You got rid of everything like that. What you didn't understand, everybody thought that we was having a race against two people here, and it's not. Everybody runs their own race. He wasn't running against her. Everybody just thought that. On your mark. Get set. Go. Hey, how about that? Thanks, big guy. Thank you. I want you to know that you oh yeah, perfect. Look at that. He gave it going. Uh, it uh, that's what we need to do. We need to take all the cares, all the problems, all of our concerns that lays heavy upon us, the things we're juggling, the sin. And you know if you've got sin in your life, it'll trip you up. It keeps you away from God. You ain't going to make it very far. You're trying to run your race. And guess what? It's not against the next person that's beside you. It's not against the preacher. It's against yourself. You're, going, you're running the race that God has you running in this earth. And it's all dependent upon you and the way you want to run this thing. You want to run victorious with Jesus? I call him Yahshua. You want to run with Jesus? You want to run with the devil throwing all this stuff onto you, and you, and you alone, you can say, okay, I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. So who do you have to blame when this stuff you're carrying along with you? Who do you have to blame? You. Because Jesus, over and over and over again, says, cast all this stuff on me. Give it to me. I want to carry it for you. Look, it's right here. It's all around you yet. But you're running it with on his shoulders. You're running your race. You're not carrying the burden. You're trusting him. And he says, I will give you perfect peace in everything you're dealing with. Trust him, walking in the spirit of the living God, letting him fill you full of his Holy Spirit, leading you and guiding you. And that's what the first part here that I needed your kids for. Thank you, guys. Brother, you want to do an offering now? Okay. You get a drink of water here. Praise the Lord. I'm going to sing a couple songs for you. Just hit, just hit play. I don't know. It's been a long time since I used that. Uh, play. That's it. <laughs> Lord, 
I help me walk another mile, just one more mile. I'm tired of walking all alone. And Lord, help me smile another smile, just one more smile. I know I just can't make it on my own. I never thought I needed help before. I thought that I could get by by myself. But now I know I just can't take it anymore. Oh, with a humble heart on bending knee, I'm begging you, please help me. Come down from your golden throne to me, to lonely, lonely me. I need to feel the touch of your tender hand. Remove these chains of darkness and let me see, oh Lord, let me see just where I fit. Into your master plan I never thought I needed help before I thought that I could get by By myself But now I know I just can't take it anymore a humble heart on bending knee I'm begging you please help me oh the humble heart on bending knee I'm begging you please help me yes he will help you too yes a hundred percent he will he will good right on the next one we'll just there you go perfect there's an old song here old one When I think of how he came so far from glory He came to dwell among the lowly such as I To suffer shame and such disgrace on Mount Calvary take my place But to an old rugged cross he go For who am I? Who am I that the king would bleed and die for? And who am I that he not my will, but thine, Lord. The answer I may never know why he ever loved me so. But to an old rugged cross he'd go, for who 
Same place. Perfect. Been a long time, so we have to use a CD player. Um, everything is all digital now. Um, the next song, you know, these songs, I don't know if you've been hearing the words, but they are talking about how he takes care of us, how he watches over us, and he's fighting our battles until they're won. I couldn't make it without him. And that is when we start to realize how dependent we are on our Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to lead us and guide us through everything. And then when we realize that we can let him do it, we don't need to do this. And I used to feel that I was copping out, but we are told. He knows we can't make without him. And when you accept what he does for you, he said power will come upon you to be able to do this. I was praying the other day, and out in the barn, and I said, I said, help me to change. I just want to change. I want more of him. I'm going to be more like him. I, I, I got a lot of old flesh in me yet, and anybody that knows me, you know. And, and, uh, and I said, help me to change. And the Lord spoke real clear to me. He said, you change, then I'll help you. I went, oh. But he added something else. It wasn't as 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 clear as this was, but it, he knew how to get me right, right here. He said, cupcake. I went, cupcake. <laughs> cupcake. That's the part of the flesh that i got to deal with, you know? You don't know to call me cupcake. But God, he called me anything he wants. But I realized what he was saying, that I'm copping out. You know, here I am all my life thinking I was a tough guy, and I can't even make a change. And he said, he called me a cupcake. And I said, okay, Lord, I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. I said, oh, oh, okay, Lord. I don't know how John does this. There you go. I said, okay, Father. 
I'll make the change, and he has been helping this, and that's what he is with us. That's what he says, cast this stuff off. Get it off there. He's not going to take it off you. You cast it off. You get rid of it. Then he will help you and lead you and guide you. This last song, let me get a drink of water real quick, brother. Last song, if it matters to you, then it matters to the master. I used to, I used to be praying, and all of a sudden things would start coming into my mind. And I go, oh, sorry, Father, sorry, sorry. Everybody ever, am I the only one? You pray and you go, I just can't concentrate. I can't concentrate. And he spoke to me one time, not audibly. He went, well, I care about everything you're thinking about. I love you. And I said, oh, from that day forth, when things come in my mind, I started talking about it. Hey, what, 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 what should I do with that cow? You know, I mean, it, it, what should I do with the truck? And, and, and all of a sudden, I started creating a relationship, and it says, your father. How do you talk to your dad? How do you talk to your parents if you have a good relationship with them? It's a relationship, and that's what he wants. He wants a relationship with his people. So you go ahead and talk about that. You talk about that and don't feel that it's structured. Bless this person, bless that person, do this, do this, thank you, goodbye, amen, see you tonight maybe if I don't fall asleep too quick. It's not that. It's a constant relationship, and he cares about everything about you. Good, brother. When life gets you down And you feel more broken than whole When the wounds go deeper than words But you can't tell a soul I may not know what you're going through And maybe you can't make that mountain move there's one thing I found And I want you to know If it matters to you Then it matters to the Master He wants to share the burdens you bear And whisper peace when your soul gets shattered if it's your greatest joy or your deepest pain or you're really needing an answer if it matters to you then it matters to the master thank you father praise you friend do you think the maker and giver of life is far too busy to care about your troubles and strife. He sees the sparrow that falls to the ground and he hears the tears that don't make a sound. If you only knew how precious you are in his sight. If it matters to you, then it matters to the master. 
He wants to share the burdens you bear. Whisper peace when your world gets shattered. If it's your greatest joy or your deepest pain or you're really needing an answer, if it matters to you, it matters to the Master. If it's your greatest joy or your deepest pain or you're really needing an answer, if it matters to you, it doesn't only matter to you. If it matters to you, yes, it matters to the Master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for caring, Father. It matters to the Master. Hallelujah. This mic isn't working for me. This one does. So I, I normally do not stay up here, but I have to. I normally am running back there and back up here, but I, I will go back and forth like this with this in my hand. It all began like any other day. Everything was fine. Things were going along just fine like any other day. And the word came to him. He might have knew something might have been happening, but the word came to him. He said, Jairus, your daughter is about to die. She's on her deathbed. It won't be much longer. Jairus, being the leader of the synagogue, he said, what do I do? And I'm sure the feeling, you ever had that feeling, the numbness come down over your head, your stomach feels empty, you go, what do I do? What do I do? The chills go up and down. You go, what do I do? My daughter, 12-year-old daughter, dying. They remembered Jesus. I'm sure he says, anybody know where Jesus is at? Somebody said, yes. He just got off the boat. He's on this side of the sea. He just got done taking care of a a demon-possessed man in the graveyard, and I seen that man sitting down fully clothed like never before. And now he's over here. He said, I got to go. So he took off. And when he got there, he come to Jesus. And he said, Jesus, oh, Jesus. He said, I need you. Please come with me. Please come with me. My daughter's dying. He said, I, I know. I know if you will lay your hands on her, she will be healed. She will be healed, and he knew it. He had faith. He said, I'll come. Let's go. And he was walking, and while he was walking, everybody, the huge crowd was around him. They were pressing against him and pushing on him and pressing and pushing and, and, get, and trying to get close to him and doing this and trying more curious than anything, but was, they was there. And Jesus was on his way to Darius' house, and all of a sudden, there was a woman She said to herself, I heard about Jesus. I have been sick for 12 years. 
I had an issue of bleeding for 12 years. And in her mind, she said, I have been to every doctor that I could go to. They have taken all of my money. And I am in worse shape now than before. And I'm broke. And I still got it, what I had and worse. But I know, I know if I can even just touch the hem of his garment, touch his clothes, that's all I need to do. I will be healed. And she pushed her way through the crowd, reached out, just touched. And all of a sudden, yeah! Oh, oh, yeah! Oh, she came off the side. It said she felt the healing power of God Himself come through her, and she knew she was healed. And she's standing off the side, trembling and in fear. I tell you, when God touches you, you know you have been touched. I have been in situations where people have been cancer, and they walk away and say, I know my God has healed me, and they come back with a report, I'm healed. I have seen people, including myself, say, I go up and get prayer, and I am not going down. R.W. Shambuck, I was in my 20s, the last thing I'm doing is going down. I want to pray for you, I ain't going down. He came up to me, felt like somebody hit me in the forehead with a sledgehammer. Next thing I know, I was waking up in between chairs out in the middle of, of the big gospel tent someplace, and I said, where's my wife? Oh, they drug her off over there. When the power of God hits you, and you experience it, there's nothing like it. And you know it. You know it. You know it. And the power went out of him, it says. And Jesus was walking like this, bumping, everybody pushing him, bumping him. He stopped and he went, hey, who touched me? The disciple said, Peter, John, one of them said, you're asking who touched you? Look at all the people running into you. You're asking who touched you? Jesus didn't pay attention to him, he just kept looking. It says he felt the power of healing power leave him. And that's what was on her, and that's why I believe she was trembling. It says she's trembling in fear. When the power of God comes on you in various ways, you know it. That's supernatural gone into a natural body. And she realized it. She went over and fell between, fell down to him and said, Oh, Jairus. Lord, he didn't say this. Thinking it, I'm sure. Lord, my daughter's dying. She's healed. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. She's dying. I'm waiting here. I'm waiting here. Oh, Lord, could you please hurry? She got healed, okay? Let's go. This is going in his mind. His daughter's dying. And this woman interrupted their proceeding home. And he said, daughter, she told him everything happened. He says, your faith has made you whole. Get this. Your faith has made you whole. She believed in what Jesus could do, and she touched him. She believed. He said, go. Go. You're healed. Go in peace. My peace. Now, here's the thing I want you to think about. This whole big thing going on with all these people, Two people in this whole thing. That woman who said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, 
And Jairus, who says, I know if I can get down here and get Jesus back here, my daughter will be healed. And he went and told him that. Two people, all these people bumping into Jesus hard, probably hitting his skin, hitting his clothes. Why aren't they getting filled with the power of God? Why isn't anything going on? They didn't believe. All they was there for is to see what was going on. And the Bible says, if you ask and don't believe, don't even waste your breath. Don't waste your breath. I ain't got time for that. You're going to ask me, the God says, you're going to ask me, then you better believe. Believe that I will heal you. Believe that I'm going to take care of your problems. Believe that I'm going to save you. Believe, 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 you believe. Now all these people touching him, God, Jesus knew. He would have felt power going on if there was a whole bunch of spirit-filled people going down. I mean, you can go into some churches that are dead. These guys playing music up here, singing. I, seen, I, sit, I got to sit back there. I did it on purpose. I want to see what everybody's like here. I know you guys personally, some of you. I love every one of you, but I want to see how you worship God. I seen hands up in the air, and I seen dancing. I seen praising God. I heard shouting. I seen hurling. I seen crying. I just seen you worshiping. You love God. You're not one of the ones that was out there just in here because it's Sunday. And that's what you do. I must go to church because that's what I do. We want to meet God. No. I just want to go to church so I look good. That's what I do. Okay, those people like that are one of the ones that was around him, bumping into him, right there, right at the presence of the living God. And he says, I'm with all you, so when God is in you now and people are coming for no reason just except to be here, They're basically bumping into God. If God's in you, they're bumping into him. They're not getting something. They're not feeling something. They're not seeing something. They're coming to church for something, and you give them too much, and they get uncomfortable and scoot. You know that they uh, they wasn't really looking for Jesus. They weren't really looking for him. And that's what these people weren't really looking for him. So while Jesus was talking to her, go. It says, while he was talking to her, Somebody come to Jairus, one of his servants, and said, Jairus, don't bother the master. Don't bother the teacher. Your daughter's dead. She died. She's dead. And Jesus looked at, over at Jairus because he heard it, and he stopped and he turned around and he says, Don't you be afraid. Don't be afraid, but believe. You was here in the first place believing just because the situation got worse. You called on me. What he said, I'm I'm telling you this now. He said, you called on me just because the situation got got worse doesn't mean that I ain't going to fulfill what I said I would do. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by what Jesus and our Father tells us, not by what the world shows us. We are led by his spirit. We are more than conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been made that way, and we need to begin as a church 
as a family, as people, to believe that way and claim it and tell the devil, get out of here, and all that junk, get rid of it. Jesus said, cast it on me. So he said to Darius, have faith and don't be afraid. You know, it says God has not, think about this. Next time, I mean, you can be, you get scared of something, something bear coming out of the wood, bleed, I'll scream like a little girl and run, run to the house or something, you know, but we're talking when situation comes against you and fear grips your heart and you're afraid and you go, oh my God, did I get cast at him? He said, I, Jesus said, God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear. Oh, what's that? Listen, the spirit of fear. So if God didn't give you the spirit of fear, and fear is a spirit, where to come from? Devil. Amen. 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 Exactly where it came from. He said, don't be afraid. He said, devil, basically he was saying, devil, get out of here. Tell Jairus, tell the devil, get out of here. I got my Savior here. I got my healer here. And a remarkable thing happened. Jesus told all those people that was shallow and not doing He said, you guys, this is not for you. You stay here. He took disciples, Peter, John, and James, I think it was, and Jairus, and he said, let's go. And here's another. They got onto the house, and when Jesus got there, they were crying and weeping and a big thing. Dead, she dead. Oh, she dead, she dead, she dead, dead, like that. And we can understand that. We can understand it. But when Jesus come here, he walked in and said, "She ain't dead. She's just sleeping." <laughs> yeah, right, right, Jesus. That's right. Oh, there's sadness and sorrow. Why the little girl was actually laying there dead in their eyes, still laying there. They took the time to. Do 180 like that and start laughing at Jesus. He ridiculed him, laughed him, made fun of him, it says. He said, get out of here. Get out of here. He threw them all out. He said, I want my disciples here. I want the mama, and I want the dad. And he said, little girl, wake up. And she got up. Now, the mom and dad said they were astonished, which, which you could be because they might have seen her laying there sick for a long time. They were astonished, shouting, I'm sure, praising God. And he said, come on, get her something to eat. She's probably hungry. Get her something to eat. So I'm here to tell you that when God promises you something and you take him at his word, I don't care what the circumstances look like, you hang on to it. You hang on to it because it belongs to you. If he said it belongs to you, it belongs to you. There is there is some scriptures that I want you to hear and put deep down in your soul that goes with this message. I want you to know that the thief, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Abundantly alone means excessive and a lot and overflowing. But he said, more abundantly. That means 
take the overflow, fill something up, and overflow it again. Uh, and, and maybe he might be talking a little bit about some financial things and personal things, but he's talking about the peace and happiness and joy and life that is yours if you want it. Yours if you want it. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, this is Philippians. This is directly scripture. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. In Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not. Do not. Amen. Thank you. Do not lean on your own understanding. His ways are way, way higher than our ways. We don't understand. There's been so many times that I've seen things. I go, what is going on? Just going to trust you. It might be years later. You go, oh, I see what it was. I see why. And the last thing I'm going to say here in closing, I'm leaving you. This is Jesus. I'm leaving you in I'm leaving you peace. I'm giving you my peace. He said, I don't give you the kind of peace that the world gives, so don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid. So that peace belongs to you. You have been bought with a price. You can have this peace. But it will be impossible if Jesus is not your Savior. If you, don't, if you can't come out and clearly say, yes, I, Jesus is my Savior. If you can't say that, then the peace that I've been talking about and everything going on here doesn't belong to you. It can belong to you. It can. All you have to do is say, I love you, Lord. Just come into my heart and I want to live the way you want me to live, and I believe everything that happened. It's, if it's simple, and then change. It has to be in your heart. Just You see on TV, somebody says, okay, if you said that, I think you're saved. Ah, I don't think so. Okay, it's not words. It's a heart. It's a heart. Now, I'm going to sing one last song. And I want you to, while we're doing this, if you want to, see, all this stuff is if you want to. Everything I talked about is up to you. Nobody can force this on you. Nobody. But if you want to, take this moment. It's not, not real long. Turn your eyes upon Jesus is the name. And think of all the things that's in your heart, in your life, any sin, things you want to get rid of. Did somebody do something to you years ago that you're hanging on to? We just pray, prayed. Brother John just led up the prayer it says, forgive us our debts as we forget our, our trespassers, you know, and, and uh, that t- those that trespass against us. And that doesn't have to be like right now. That could be 20 years ago, and you still got it. You're still hanging on to it. That's the stuff that clogs you up. That's the stuff that he tried to run with, with under his chin. It was, it was clogging off. He couldn't move. It clogs you up. You got sin in there, and you got, you got hate. Buried deep. You got something in there that needs to be forgiven. Some forgive somebody for something. They may not forgive you. And you certainly don't need to go tell them. 
but clean yourself out of it. Get rid of them. They're in there. devil got that, that thought and that feeling in there. It's time for you to give it to Jesus. He said, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. He said, I'll take them. I'll take them. I want them. I want you to have peace. That's what I want. Is there pain and hurt in there? Is there fear from losing your job? Is there fear from the virus? Whatever it is, we can live in perfect peace. Cast it upon him. And then watch him work. Believe him. Walk with him. Talk with him. Have a relationship. So as I sing this song, please just be alone. You and our Savior. You and our Father and the Holy Spirit. And have a precious moment with him. Go ahead, brother. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look for in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and time I'm more of an evangelist than I am like a pastor or something like that and I go around and I always offer to pray for people and sometimes we've been hours and hours and, and a bigger you know lines and hours and hours and it's what we need to do lay hands on those and if anybody wants prayer I, I got anointing oil here I'll anoint you and I don't need to hear what your problems are nothing like that the lady the lady that come up touched Jesus, she didn't tell anybody anything. She just come up and touched Jesus. And I'm not saying I'm touching I'm Jesus, but I'll pray for you. And the same Jesus that healed her will heal you. 
mentally, physically, financially. He wants you to have an abundant life. If you want prayer, I'm going to come down here, and Brother John, if you would pray, come up and help us pray for folks. And take, take the things and cast and get rid of them. I'll pray for anybody, and then we'll close with that. Get the anointing oil. Brother, you want to, let's go like this. Right, like a, what, what? Just let that play if I can. Father, I, in the name of you, in the name of Jesus, I come before you and I ask you to touch John, Father. Touch him. Help him in all that he does. Heal him, Father. Use him. He's a giant man. He's a big man. I want you to use him as a big man for you, Father. Give him the power of the Holy Spirit come upon him. Let him lead many to you. Give him the strength and fill him full of your spirit. In the name of Yeshua, I do pray and I believe it be done and help him. Lead them, guide them, and strengthen them. I thank you, Father. In the name of Yeshua, I pray. Amen. Amen, Father. Amen, Father. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Anoint you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. Father, I come before you, and I ask that you touch her and strengthen her, Father. Fill her with your Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, put your angels in charge over her. Keep her safe. Lead her. Guide her. Strengthen her, Father. We give you praise and glory for it all and use her in a great and mighty way. And I thank you and I call it done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, I ask you in the name of Yeshua that you will touch John, that you will use him and anoint That you'll use John in a great and mighty way. Fill him with your spirit and overflow. Let him feel your presence and power that he has never felt before. Touch him, Father. Touch him. Touch him, Father. Hallelujah. Bless him, Father. Bless him. Bless him, Father. Lead him. Guide him. Strengthen him. Fill him with your spirit. Fill him full and overflow. Let the rivers of living water flow from his belly, Father. Let him be an example. An example. And I thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Yeshua, I pray. Amen. Amen. You guys stay as long as you want. There's no jumping up and running away. You want to praise God, worship God. Well, we thank God for great, wonderful things today. Great and wonderful things we praise God for. I want to put a blessing upon each and every one of you as you go out of here. Each and every one of you, brother, play that hard music. Play that, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you give him exceptional skills and ability and improve everything he does greater than he ever could imagine. Let it be a supernatural, not just natural talent, but a supernatural talent to serve you in a great and mighty way.
And I believe it and call it done in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Brother Tom. Thank you, Father. And every one of these musicians up here, I'm praying a special anointing upon this up here, a special anointing from the power of God to bless each and anoint each and every one of these up here that they will be have supernatural power given directly from the heaven, from the God himself, to bless this whole thing. And upon each and every one of you, I'm asking that the Father, God, and the Holy Spirit, that he will put his angels in charge over you, that he will keep you safe in all that you do, that he will lead you and guide you and strengthen you, and that his peace, from this very moment on, that his peace begins to fall upon each and every one of you. Just come upon you. And from this day forth, you do not need to accept any of the junk. You don't need to accept that. You don't have to. We leave it all behind. You don't have to. Cast it off. Give it to him and live a peaceful life, a powerful life in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, brother. Well, thank, thank you. Praise for God. Praise God.